Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Welcome to another episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I'm Coach G, your host uh, of the show, and I'm joined here with Coach Boston and a very special guest from our Tandem to an Up community. Uh, and before I introduce her uh, and go into more information about Coach Boston, I'd like to say that the Tandem Talk Show is a show dedicated to teaching women how to lose fat, tone up, and achieve their goals in a healthy and sustainable way. We seek to change the lives and minds of women across the world by making fat loss simple, sustainable, and easy to stick to. And you're likely here because you want to learn more about how to lose fat, tone up, or achieve any of your health and fitness goals in a healthy and sustainable way. If you're new to the show, we're very excited you're here. We welcome you, and we want to make sure that you get live access to each of our broadcasts and podcasts. So if you're not yet a member of our private Facebook group, the Tandem Tone Up community, you can join uh, right now uh, at tandemnutrition.com slash Facebook for access. So guys, without further ado, I'm really excited about this episode. As I mentioned, we have a special guest in addition to having Coach Boston on us on with us again for the second time last few weeks. Um, today's topic will be going over how to develop an effective dieting mindset for long-term success. And the reason why we want to bring on a special guest, uh, Jen from Canada, is because she's made such amazing progress throughout her Tone Up VIP program being led by Coach Boston, not only from a physical state from her own physical transformation, but also her psychological or her mindset as it relates to her relationship with food and her mindset when it comes to achieving and maintain the goals that she's had. And so I wanted to bring her on along with Coach Boston to have her give uh, you guys some advice and what she's learned to help you achieve your goals by adjusting your mindset and how you see food as well. So Coach Boston, so tell us about you know your work with uh, with Jen. Uh, first off, tell us how long you've been working with Jen and uh, what type of program she's been in working with you throughout your program. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Garrett. Um, so me and Jen had teamed up about 24 weeks ago now. Um, so she started off being in a fat loss phase, and then we actually transitioned her to a metabolic reset phase um, at some point, and we did that for about seven to eight weeks. And then we recently transitioned her back to a fat loss phase about um, four to five weeks ago. So she's been through a couple different phases. Um, in the 24 weeks, just some stats to throw out there. She's lost 24 pounds in 24 weeks. Um, so roughly about a pound per week. And this is also super impressive to me because we were in a metabolic reset phase. So like we talked about two weeks ago, the number one goal isn't to uh, lose weight during that time. Um, she also lost 18 and a half inches over the course of that 24 weeks. And um, obviously she's made some noticeable changes to her um, physique as well. So I'm super proud of Jen and everything that she's been through. Um, so without further ado, I do want to start asking you some questions if that's good with you, Jen. Sounds good. Awesome. Um, so starting off before you started working with Tandem, uh, what were some what was your typical mindset or relationship with food and how did that change as you yeah. progressed through your program? So I think there's sort of two mindsets. 
Okay. One when I was on point, um, I was pretty confident with ca- uh, counting calories. Uh, I was understood macros. I understood why they were important. I kind of roughly knew if I wanted to diet where I needed to be and what my percentage of at least uh, protein needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but where that for sure went wrong was the need for ri- like the rigidity and having a meal plan. So if I was given a meal plan, that is literally what I would have to eat every single day for the next however many weeks till I hit said goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no, there was a cheat day allowed, but there was really not a lot of swain from that. Um, but obviously that's not everyday life. Uh, so I think everyday life, uh, with work and stress and, uh, being in an office where there's always cake and work and stress, um, my diet, I would say was carb heavy. Um, and for sure I was, I, I probably, I wasn't cognizant of how much protein I wasn't getting. I was cognizant that I should be eating protein, but if it was, eat a chicken breast or eat macaroni and cheese at the end of a crappy day. I mean, macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. So, and that is kind of where we ended up (laughs) Uh, contacting you folks. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I do remember being on the first, very first phone call that we had together. And we were talking about the mail, the meal plan that we sent over to you. And I keep in mind, I always preface with that specific tab that that is just a sample meal plan like we don't expect you to follow it don't expect any perfection whatsoever um so with you being with that meal plan i remember on the call you you said you were telling me like okay i'm gonna follow this like to a t for however many weeks and i'm gonna hit that goal and i was like oh okay um you know let's take a step <laughs> back here let's like go through this step by step it's it's like i said it's not about perfection um and eventually we got you away from that and the whole like cheap food mindset thing as well like a cheap meal um mac and cheese that was your comfort food like you just said and i do remember um first we did work through your mac and cheese just going in steps like programming that into your plan and then um sooner or later you were just doing it on your own you can fit it easily in your macros um, yeah. so yeah, it was, it was a big change and, um, I'm looking forward to what's ahead for you as well. Yeah, no, me too. Actually. Um, it's, uh, it's very, the, the shift and what I've learned has been significant for sure. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure it takes a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, confidence to you know, go from following a meal plan to freely eating what you want without being so detailed on every meal, following someone to a T. So, you know, from a mind, mindset perspective, Jen, how did you develop that confidence or that, that mindset that gave you that, um, that confidence to eat, eat more according to mac a flexible and- dining approach? Yeah. Mac yeah. and cheese and even pancakes too. I mean, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, now pancakes are on the menu. Who knew? <laughs> That's fantastic. And so like, yeah, tell us about that. Like, how did, how did you go from having that because in the dieting industry, we hear a lot about being really strict, trying to be perfect, having that rigidity mindset, like you spoke about, how'd you go from that into being more uh, lenient with yourself and following a more flexible dieting approach? Yeah. Um, well, actually it came down to Mac and cheese. Cause I think it was like my, first, I was like three weeks of eating to the penny on this diet plan. 
And on my second check-in, I'm like, look, Boston, there's mac and cheese happening this weekend. And that's like what it is. And he talked about, well, hey, we aren't really big on cheat meals. How about we try to work this into what you're eating? And he taught me about let's work through the math. Um, So let's borrow some calories and macros from a day or two ahead. Let's work your meals that you want to have your mac and cheese so that Mm -hmm. you can actually fit it in. So I had to do the math and like true story. The math sucked because there's a lot of calories in mac and cheese, but at three weeks in, I'm, I was still going to have some and this wasn't not going to happen. Um, but that was a really good learning experience for me because I had to do the math. I got to play with the math. I got to understand. And then as we continued to work between using the calorie tracking uh, tool on my phone, I used my fitness pal and then working with the tool that you guys provide me to fill in. And I was starting to learn, okay, well, when I check in Boston is, doesn't really care what Wednesday looked like. He wants to know how I performed for the week. What was the average for the week? What was my calorie for the week? And the other thing that he kept on saying uh, was worry about your calories first, then worry about your protein. And then you can kind of mix fats and carbs between themselves. And, and that definitely helped me think about the bigger picture and work mm. towards the bigger picture. So like sometimes I don't eat a vegetable and <laughs> a grain for supper. Sometimes I eat popcorn. <laughs> and it's okay, right? Like I have my chunk of chicken and I eat popcorn. And from a mindset perspective, I'm happy because I don't feel like I'm being punished or I feel like I'm punishing myself. I'm actually just putting in some nutrients into my body and it is what it is. And mm. we move on. Wow. A, a lot of great information there, Jen. Thank you for sharing that with us. I mean, not only have we learned from you how knowledge is such a big player in change your mindset, but also forgiving yourself and knowing that, hey, listen, every day, it's okay if, if every day is not perfect, as long as, as Coach Boston mentioned, as long as we're having um, – on a weekly basis, the nutrients and hitting our calories first and protein. So from your experience with coaching with Boston, like what would you say are the three biggest pillars that allowed you to achieve so much success in developing a different mindset with food and your relationship with food? Okay. So I think giving up that thought that instant results equals good results that's so good because you like i mean you see so and so lost eight pounds in one week like yay or they've only been doing this for so long and (laughs) everybody myself including included wants instant results and in a lot of cases one it's maybe not actual fat loss it could just be water um but two it also means extremes and I've worked with a coach in the past that gave me an extreme calorie uh, like a low calorie diet it was just over 1200 calories a day for 12 weeks and you got a cheat meal every two weeks and I actually don't know how someone even employed me because I didn't have enough carbs going through my brain to be smart to be honest like it just it 
in retrospect, it was super duper unhealthy and it actually built a lot of unhealthy habits. And I don't think I realized it at the time. Mostly I just wanted to look great in a dress to piss off my ex-boyfriend, pardon the French, but right. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't actually about learning. It was about winning for lack of better words. So, but now I'm on something that's sustainable. Um, I hate to admit it, but probably three, if not four times a week, I eat a tablespoon of uh, dark chocolate, um, chocolate chips. And it's awesome. Like I don't need to have six cookies on the weekend. Like I had a little bit of sweet and my body was happy and we moved on. So, uh, that I think was a big one. The other big learning was the metabolic reset. Um, first off, when I read it and Boston will attest to it because like you get your meeting on the you get your like right you're on the move I see this come in and I like I lost it like he was very patient with me so let's start there but I freaked (laughs) out because here I've done all this work and you're gonna make me eat more food and I'm gonna gain weight and I'm like I'm working with you I'm paying for this opportunity uh and like what like this is insane and it was (laughs) until he talked me off the ledge and then I actually saw it work um and I also enjoyed it but what I learned during my metabolic reset is I was so accustomed to eating at a lower calorie level when I was like had my game on I actually didn't know how to eat at a higher cal I had to ask Boston what to eat because (laughs) I didn't know how to eat at a higher like at a higher calorie number eating more carbs so he told me rice cakes. You know, I still, I own so many rice cakes from like, I think I got the message and I just went out and bought rice cakes. So to me, that, that was really important. Um, and I'm actually looking forward. I have a few more weeks that I'm going to continue on a fat loss plan. And then I'm going to um, just go right into maintenance because I'm happy where things are at. Uh, but I'm looking to learn, forward to learning about that because on the same uh, program that I was on that was offering the 1,200 calories a day, when I left that coach and I said, okay, so what do I eat now? He said, oh, you keep doing this. This is what you eat forever now. Well, how, who, who, who eats dry chicken and a quarter of a cup of brown rice for the rest of their lives? Like, that's not, not me. A thing. <laughs> yeah, no, not me. And I aimed, like, I'm down below the weight level of when I worked with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had gained pretty much like all the way back and then some uh, within a year of what I lost it. So, mm-hmm. so. That was a um, important, and then I think this is kind of a two-in-one pillar, so it might be a little bit kludgy. But food isn't good or bad; it's nutrient dense or not. And so, tracking my calories was a great way to see that. And I think that, like, it. Some days you want a cookie, so you eat the cookie and that's, that's okay. And like I said, some days I choose popcorn for my carb for supper, but what it's, so that's okay. And then I, you know, there's a lot of zucchini in there in between and spinach, (laughs) But, but sort of related to that is I'm in my forties, I'm outside my car, I'm about to go do circus 
classes in trapeze and aerial fabrics with a bunch of young women that are between the ages of 14 and 18. And this is my happiest place on the planet. Um, can I keep up with them? As I, am I as flexible as them? No, but do, are they kind to me? And do I, am I learning? Like they're sneakily teaching me the advanced moves while the other, like the main teachers busy teaching everybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. Like a few weeks ago I uh, did windshield wipers. Like I'm almost ready to do a meat hook and I've been working on this for years. And here there are these girls cheering me on. I just like, I want to be able to cheer them on as they grow into women and their careers and uh, so knowing that I need to make sure I'm hitting my protein levels so that I can keep my muscle mass, especially as I grow older, um, so that I can keep on playing and like doing somersaults in the air, like that's, imp that's important to me. And, and so, like I said, it was kind of a two for one, um, but mostly I guess it would come down to the tracking and understanding what that means to me. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I remember first when you said, you sent me over an email and you had mentioned that you had done windshield wipers for the first time in, I don't know how many years. Two or years. Even two years. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ever. <laughs> yeah. So I remember getting that email and you were super pumped and I was excited for you. Um, and even going back a little bit to your metabolic reset phase, if I remember correctly, we started you off at 1500 calories and then we increased your final um, calorie intake to roughly 2,100. Is that right? It was 2,100. I, I, I struggled eating that much. Mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like that's a lot of food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, there's a lot of rice cakes you can consume in that yeah. time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where they went up to roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just with like knowing that you like, you did so well throughout this program, going from your fat loss to metabolic reset phase and then back to fat loss. And then like you were saying, um, our next steps together, basically transitioning you to a maintenance phase. And this is something that does seem like you're going to be doing on your own, but you're going to continue to do your fat loss phase until that time. Um, but we do, we are trying to give you the tools and everything you need to know to do that. Um, but yeah, something as simple as, you know, what would you say would, I know Gary just asked you about three pillars of like dieting success. What, what would, how important would you say getting back on track uh, after like a weekend of, you know, just like falling off would be? It, well, it's the most important thing because it's just another day. Like it's not like you're like what you have taught me is it's a day. So what, so what, like, I mean, my, the scale is going to be up tomorrow. I was stressed all day. Like I was in meetings all day. I had my employees had the computer issues. We had stuff going off the rails. Oh, well it's a day. So I'm going to drink a ton of water and I'm going to try and get more steps in and get some fresh air and like, let it go. And I'm going to keep my calorie count at 1500 and it's, gonna and I'm gonna listen to coach Boston in my head and just let it go and the numbers will follow <laughs> like, love that mm -hmm. so good so good well I know Jen that we're wrapping up we're coming up on the end of our our time together and you know one question that I want to end with us today um, is for those who are listening today who are struggling with losing fat through having that affected dotting mindset or even seeing food in a flexible and fun way you know what are what are maybe three pieces of advice that you would give them to help them along their journey to get them to perhaps where you're at today? One, the tools make the difference. 
Uh, right. Like uh, my fitness pal is, is interesting. Uh, the tools like that you guys provided and coaching me to show me how to use them was really important. And um, that, and, and just paying attention, like, so you pay attention. So that's one pay attention. Step two, don't punish yourself. Ooh, that's so like, good. I held mini celebration on, uh, not that I wanted to celebrate breaking up with you, Boston, but uh, <laughs> no, and that, that was it. There was some pumpkin cake, there was some uh, takeout. And then we started again on Sunday morning and back at the gym, back at on the, on the calorie count. Like, and it's, it's okay because it shouldn't be, it isn't good or bad. It just is. And that's, that's fine. Um, and I, like, I think that again, it, things aren't good or bad. They just, they just have calories and they have nutrients and some things are more nutrient dense and some things not so much. Right. Like, but you know, if you want popcorn, if you want a drink, like a glass of booze, it's okay. Like, it's you're not you don't need to I, I personally would freak out about it. like if I was on a fat loss phase or if I was um losing weight for a reason this this was like probably one of the first times personally uh that I've never felt like I was losing weight for someone like I had to do it for just my confidence um or there was a dress because I needed to be in a dress in front of people that I wanted to feel like make myself feel good about this was about me this was oh, about wow. well covid kind of there was a little too much takeout at the start of covid and it was a little too much fun yeah. so how do i gain some control because i couldn't control that i couldn't go to the gym anymore but i could control what i was putting in my body so that when i got back to this gym <laughs> and go back to my little teenagers <laughs> i could be ready to rock and roll and that's something i could control so let's do it you know that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Jen, thank you for all that you share with us this evening and um, for the advice that you've given to our listeners. I even learned uh, a lot myself. And I think one big takeaway for me is, um, you know, you did it for you. And in this time, you you did it to learn, not just to win uh, versus what you said in the past. So thank you for all that you shared with us today. Um, and guys, if you're listening, if you have any questions for Jen herself, or for Coach Boston or me, please post in the comments. And uh, thank you for watching live for those who did. And we'll be tuning in again next Tuesday at 7.30 for another uh, live and brand new episode of the TM Talk Show. So again, Jen, thank you so much for your time. I hope you enjoy your time um, with your your practice uh, this (laughs) evening. And again, Boston, thanks for coming on as well. No, thank you guys so much for all your support and all your coaching. I really appreciate it. Uh, All pleasure. Thank you, Jen. All right, guys. i see you guys later, okay? All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.